ever since the 1960s. There has existed an alternative to radio's mainstream approach of expression, known as freeform, a microcosm of the establishment presented in a macrocosm of information and entertainment in a certain unique timelessness. That ethos continues to the present day. You are listening to the longest-running adult alternative music program on the Internet. I'm Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue. You cannot die, McLeod. Accept it. <laughs> Good. That is a perfect way to start. Tell me, how did it happen, for God's sake? Why does the sun come up? Hmm? Or are the stars just pinholes in the curtain of night? Who knows? What I do know is that because you were born different, men will fear you, try to drive you away like the people of your village. You must learn to conceal your special gift and harness your power until the time of the gathering. What gathering? When only a few of us are left we will feel an irresistible pull towards a faraway land to fight for the prize. Come on! Master! Never lose your temper. If your head comes away from your neck, it's over. <laughs> Never overextend your thrust. You're vulnerable and off balance. <laughs> Heather, please. If it came down to just us two, would you take my head? We must fight until only one remains. You are safe only on holy ground. None of us will violate that law. It's tradition. Now for the last. Trust me. Let yourself feel the stack. It's hot. Beating. 
Weather took a turn for the worse. Well, he done what he could, but he couldn't make it. That's too bad. Yeah, it is. Me and old Laston rode a lot of miles together. Could say he wasn't my best friend, if I considered stupid animal friends, but you don't. Nevertheless, I'm gonna miss him. See, you ain't got mixed emotions about bringing a woman to a rope. By woman, you mean her? So you're taking in the Red Rock to hide? <laughs> you bet. You gonna wait around and watch it? Oh, you know I am. Come on! Get up, boys! You never wait to watch them hang? My bounties never hang. Because I never bring them in alive. Never. Never, ever. We talked about this in Chattanooga. Bringing desperate men in alive is a good way to get yourself dead. Can't catch me sleeping if I don't close my eyes. I don't want to work that hard. No one said a job's supposed to be easy. No one said it's supposed to be that hard, neither. Get up, that little lady. Ah. Why they call him the hanger. When the handbill says dead or alive, the rest of us shoot you in the back up on top of a perch somewhere and bring you in dead over a saddle. But when John Roof, the hangman, catches you, you don't have no bullet in the back. Mm-hmm. When the hangman catches you, you hang. I give you, he got guts. But in the brains department, you're like a man who took a high dive in a low world. <laughs> Shut up. 
You got it?
I suppose Sean Connery would consider himself an immortal, or maybe perhaps wishfully thinking his fans did. Sean Connery uh, passed away recently. I believe he was 90 or 91, and had a real interesting career. Very as such with uh, all of his uh, artistic pursuits and with uh, acting notably, of course, uh, most often and variants on his uh, accents befitting uh, each role. Obviously, we know about the James Bond material, but there was so much more to Sean, of course, than uh, that old character. Started off this edition of what I call Radio Crystal Blue with a clip from the movie Highlander, which was among the very first movies of its kind, a fantasy-oriented action-slash-adventure film chronicling the climax of an age-old war between immortal warriors depicted through interwoven past and present-day storylines. It wasn't very successful when it was released, though it became something of a cult film, inspiring film sequels and, of course, TV spinoffs. Also known for songs recorded by the band Queen, with Princes of the Universe also used for the title sequence in the TV series. In fact, the uh, opening voiceover by Sean himself has a, an echo effect because it was recorded in the bathroom of his Spanish via where he'd been working on his Spanish accent for the film with a voice coach. Also notably, David Bowie, Sting, and Duran Duran were considered to do the soundtrack for the film. Before we uh, continue along that thread, I want to uh, continue from just where we were leaving off with the music of Genesis. Tonight, Tonight, Tonight from their Invisible Touch album from 1986. Now, wait a second. Okay, sure. 86 with the release of Highlander. So, so where's the thread here? Well, Genesis had released this album, and I just happened to think no more than the title of the song, Tonight, 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 which I think the music was lent to a, um, was it Michelob? I think Michelob was the um, music for the uh, beer commercial, I think, where this uh, song was used. Same folks that used uh, Eric Clapton's After Midnight. Always like that one. I like this song even more now, later hearing uh, the full versions of those tunes. Tony Banks had uh, created that tune, and he had spent some time improvising with different sounds from his keyboards over a rhythm that uh, Phil Collins and Mike Rutherford were playing. Indeed, the song resembling the old style of uh, Genesis material, though um, otherwise it was a lot more modern, probably losing some of its flair across the album compared to uh, the later material, and I think many confuse it with Phil Collins' solo material himself. You know, there was some talk about a reunion, because uh, I think uh, the principal three had been seen at a basketball game in New York, and there was a lot of talk about the idea of even recording a new album and touring and stuff, but I don't know if uh, the fact that this COVID-19 business has, uh, I don't know if it's actually gotten into their plans. I suppose it has, really, for everybody, but I wonder if maybe there will be forward momentum for them to uh, pursue that angle for 2021. I guess we'll see. As if it's uh, like a restart button of some sort. Had to give you some Bowie. Song tonight from his album of the same title from 1984. Covering this alongside Tina Turner. It is one of three Iggy Pop covers on the album. Recorded as a duet with Tina. But the single only credited to David. The original spoken word introduction to the 1977 version. Establishing that the lyric is addressed to a lover dying of a heroin overdose. Was actually removed from David's version because Bowie regarded it as an idiosyncrasy of Iggy Pop that did not match his own personal vocabulary. Bowie also stated that he didn't want to inflict that part of the song on Tina Turner either. David with vocals, along with Tina, of course, Carlos Alomar on guitar, Carmine Rojas on bass, Omar Hakim on drums, and Guy Saint-Ange on the 
marimba. Tim was quoted regarding the production of this song, and he says, quote, It was rushed. The process wasn't rushed. We actually took our time recording the thing. Let's Dance was done in three weeks. Tonight took five weeks or something, which for me is a really long time. I like to work fast in the studio. There wasn't much of my writing on it because I can't write on tour, and I hadn't assembled anything to put out. I kind of thought a violent effort at a kind of pinups, end quote. Bowie purposefully sought to keep the sound of the band he had used on the previous album and tour, feeling that the new fans he accumulated would expect to hear the same thing on this new album. And unlike most previous albums, he did not play any instruments on the record, in fact, delegating almost all responsibility for the music to his musicians, only occasionally offering critical input. So, another album to uncover from the uh, 1980s. Iggy himself had spent a good deal of time in the studio with David and the band while the album was being recorded, stating, quote, I worked extensively on that album. There's a lot more work than there is reflected in just the simple co-writing credit for two songs and some of the old stuff. When asked why David included so much pop-written material on the album, Iggy could only guess, I think he just wanted the songs heard more, a sentiment Bowie would mirror when covering Pop's Bang Bang on his next album, called Never Let Me Down. Speaking of Iggy and the Stooges, going back to one of the celebrated rock albums of the day, Funhouse, released in July of 1970. Down on the Street kickstarts that amazing album. Iggy had attributed two key motivating influences to move the band forward from the sound they had done at the onset. The first, seeing the Doors perform at a homecoming dance for the University of Michigan. The second was seeing an all-girls rock band from Princeton, New Jersey called The Untouchable perform. In 1995, interviewed by Bust Magazine, he says, quote, I had the Stooges, and we did not have the balls to get out and do it. There were two things that made us do it. One was seeing that show, The Doors. We saw that show, and I just thought, well, this is so brazen. There's no excuse for us to not do it anymore. And the other thing was we went to New York. We'd gone to New York a couple of months before that just to check out the scene, and we had never been to a place like New York. We went down around 8th Street, where all the young tourists hang out. I met these girls from New Jersey, from Princeton. They had a band called The Untouchable. And we're like, oh, you've got a band? Sure. <laughs> and they said, well, come to our house and see us play. And we didn't have anywhere to crash. And they played for us, and they completely rocked, and we were really ashamed. <laughs> End quotes. Well, they took inspiration from those experiences. And, well, this album, Rock and Roll, as heavy and i guess as sleazy as you'd uh, expect it to be very interesting stuff the connection with uh bowie really um began in the mid-70s and uh bowie took uh, iggy along as his companion on the uh, station to station tour and it was iggy's first exposure to large-scale professional touring and he was impressed with david's work ethic following a show in 1976 they were actually both arrested for marijuana possession in uh Rochester, New York, although charges were later dropped. They both relocated to West Berlin to wean themselves off their drug addictions. Iggy said once, living in a Berlin apartment with Bowie and his friends was interesting. The big event of the week was Thursday night. Anyone who was still alive and able to crawl to the sofa would watch Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> it was in 77 that Iggy signed with RCA and Bowie helped write and produce both albums The Idiot and Lust for Life, two most acclaimed albums as a solo artist, the latter featuring one of his best-known songs, The Passenger, Lust for Life, featured another team of brothers, Hunt and Tony Fox Sales, sons of Soupy Sales. And that was a time where David and Iggy wrote together, notably the songs China Girl, Sister Midnight, and the song we heard tonight, though this was Bowie's own 
version of the song. Down the Street is a rather interesting choice, isn't it? Well, we hear this coming out of the music of the White Stripes. Apple Blossom, which was originally heard on their, I think, their second album called Destil, and also appears in a series of short films under the title Coffee and Cigarettes by noted indie film director Jim Jarmusch. It's a total of 11 short stories which share coffee and cigarettes as a common thread and includes the earlier three short films that were released as part of the uh, canon. The theme of the film is absorption in the obsessions, joys, and addictions of life, with uh, many common threads between all the uh, vignettes. And there's one of them that features Jack and Meg having some coffee and cigarettes, of course, and playing themselves, although the scene seems to perpetuate the band's former pretense that they are indeed siblings. Apparently, Jack shows Meg his Tesla coil that he says he built himself, and then he waxes intellectual on Tesla's achievements. The song, Down on the Street, is heard early into that short film. Apple Blossom is also heard in the movie and as part of the soundtrack of the Tarantino film, The Hateful Eight. Album released in uh, 2015, and uh, man, what a movie. As gory as you'd expect, a Tarantino film, and uh, very enjoyable. All those great characters like uh, Kurt Russell, Walter Goggins, who seals the show with his uh, with his his soul. Just fantastic stuff. And um, this was the first Western scored by Enya Marcon in over 30 years, and it was Tarantino's first film to use an original score. In fact, uh, Quentin had actually used Enya's music in Kill Bill, Death Proof, Inglorious Bastards, and Django Unchained. And also, Enya wrote an original song called Ancora Qui for the latter. On the soundtrack, Enya had composed 50 minutes of original music for the movie. And in addition to the original score, the soundtrack, of course, includes dialogue excerpts from the film. Alongside that, Quentin confirmed that the film would use three unused tracks from Enya's original soundtrack for the 1982 John Carpenter film, The Thing. The uh, soundtrack took the 2016 Academy Award for Best Motion Picture Score, his first competitive Oscar after several career nominations. Also, the soundtrack was released under the Third Man Records label, which is operated by Jack White. Interesting quote here, as the film was inspired by the 1960s Western TV series Bonanza, Virginian, and also The High Chaparral, Quentin saying, quote, Twice per season, these shows would have an episode where a bunch of outlaws would take the lead characters hostage. They would come to the Ponderosa and hold everybody hostage, or go to Judge Garth's place, Lee J. Cobb played him, in the Virginian, and take hostages. There would be a guest star like David Carradine, Darren McGavin, Claude Akins, Robert Culp, Charles Bronson, or James Coburn. I don't like that storyline in the modern context, but I love it in a western, where he would pass halfway through the show to find out if they were good or bad guys. They all had a past that was revealed. I thought, what if I did a movie starring nothing but those characters? No heroes, no Michael Landons, just a bunch of nefarious guys in a room, all telling backstories that may or may not be true. Trap those guys together in a room with a blizzard outside, give them guns, see what happens. <laughs> Hateful Eight soundtrack, and quite a movie itself. We heard a clip from the movie regarding the meeting of uh, several characters on the uh, stagecoach very early into the film, which doesn't really give much away except the very early version of a uh, backstory as to uh, what happens later. And I suppose uh, an ode to the uh, gentleman Ennio Marcone and also to Sean Connery, 
as they have just one movie in common, and that is The Insatiables. And this uh, film, uh, a classic, I think I've seen it exactly once, maybe twice, story of uh, Elliot Ness forming the team to bring Al Capone down to justice during the uh, Prohibition era. Grammy Award-nominated score composed by Ennio Morricone, featuring period music by Duke Ellington. That piece we heard from the soundtrack is titled Victorious. Coming out of the music from the training montage from the soundtrack to the movie Highlander, featuring a quote there from uh, Sean Connery. Going back to uh, The Untouchables for a second, Ennio Morricone was quoted saying back in 2001, Brian De Palma is delicious. <laughs> he respects music. He respects composers. For The Untouchables, everything I proposed to him was fine, but then he wanted a piece that I didn't like at all, and of course we didn't have an agreement on that. It was something I didn't want to write, a triumphal piece for the police. I think I wrote nine different pieces for this in total, and I said, please don't choose the seventh, because it was the worst. And guess what he chose? The seventh one. But it really suits the movie. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman, here in the early stages of December of 2020. Very happy to give you some classic music, but also, of course, opportunity to give you some uh, music from indie songwriters and bands with their material as they apply their trade on the internet and eventually taking to safe live stages and safe performances. And we'll see if the raps come off and uh, as we get past uh, this pandemic sort of thing over time. We'll see if uh, that does come to pass soon enough. This show, like the others, available in podcast format and your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, which is new to the game, uh, Player.fm. Also, your uh, smart device can access the show, too. Just ask Siri or Alexa to play Radio Crystal Blue. Every show available to stream, download, and to share in full. And in its 21st year online, this show is, of course, a free-form-oriented show featuring indie and established artists. And, well, nods in the past uh, once in a while. I want to mention right at the top, there's a um, bit of a programming note for all of you. I am planning to do one more pair of shows this year. I'm a little late to the, uh, I guess, to the game to um, work on the end-of-year holiday show I do every year. But I do plan to have the show available to you the 25th. We'll see how things go. There is no lack of material for the holiday. When I say holiday, of course, I am referring to Christmas, but also to the New Year, to December or Hanukkah or winter. Anything along those lines is certainly a fair game, so I'm open to such material, and if you are an artist listening, or if you know someone who is, would like to contribute music to the show for this special holiday edition coming up, do let me know. Email is dan at radiocrystalblue.net. I'm on Twitter at Radio CBLUE. I'm on Facebook as well at the uh, fan page for the site. I did mention that uh, the show is available on Anchor, among other places. If you'd like to pledge your financial support to the show, you may do so through this page, anchor.fm slash radio CBLUE slash support. A lot to get to here with several segments of music from artists who are active 
whether performing or otherwise working on new material. And I do have one more set of songs in our CD Focus series, which always recognizes great and outstanding compilation and concept albums. We conclude our look at the soundtrack to a movie released earlier in the year called Rolling Stone, The Life and Death of Brian Jones. We'll give you a few tracks, the closing tracks from the soundtrack later in this program. Also, later on, I'll give you some details on how to submit music for future editions of the show. By the time the show is published, I should have the latest edition of the timeline uh, unveiled for you. As you know, the timeline pages were first published on the show's 20th anniversary, which was just two months ago in October. My goal, helping to tell the history of the show in a sort of pictorial way with um, pics of artists as well as uh, audio and video of some of the more notable ones in the show's history and some of myself as well over the years. And like any website, the project is never-ending. There's always a chance to introduce uh, more artists and tell more stories from across these 20 years. And I'm still collecting those stories and I'm still taking inquiries. So if you know artists who were heard all those years ago, if you have your own stories, even if you have your own recordings of the old shows, the live ones I did up until 2010 or since, do let me know as I would love to um, build these pages and flesh them out a lot more. The initial publishing, including stories from 2000 all the way to 2010, I have a little bit of uh, contribution from 2011. I have a lot from 2012 and I'm nearly ready to uh, get that page out into the open. So again, by the time you hear this program, by the time of its initial publishing, that page should be done and out there for all of you. To get to the pages, you can go right to my website and the timeline has its own hub itself and its own um, series of pages linked right to uh, each year, a year for every page. And hopefully um, you like what you see. It's uh, a great labor of love like this program is itself. And uh, hopefully for you older fans of the show, it's a nice walk down memory lane, as uh, Joe Franklin would like to say. Let's get to the uh, present day, though, and an album I'm proud to uh, debut, something, a recent release for a one-time Artist of the Year on this show. Hey, speaking of Artists of the Year, it's nearly time for me to announce my Top 100 for the year, the Top 100 Artists in terms of airplay and exposure on this show, and that includes ranking the artists themselves, albums, and a few other titles. The chart page will get updated at the end of the year, and as you may know by now, on Twitter, I also present a live countdown as to the revelation of who those artists are. So that's all coming up soon after Christmas, but not before the end of the year. And I'll update the chart page in real time on the website as well. We'll start off this initial segment with music of this songwriter from Connecticut who has an album titled Highway Philosophers. This is an acoustic version of her song titled Wingspan. It is new from Lara Herskovich. Holy Grail, way over there, nothing here but empty canyon, open air. On the ledge, at the edge, someone tells me if I can take that step, the path appears. In the stillness, in my periphery, something calling. Wonder what it will be 
Looking for the through line I'm leaning on any good sign That tells me I am right on time Working it off my wingspan Doing all I can Working it on my wingspan To spent my whole life fighting for my voice some say walk away but I never had that choice I will stand with the poets you know where to look I will search for wisdom between the lines of any book and I will sing my life right out to windshield wipers metronomes and you To get me through, yeah, I'm moving to a better view. Somehow the ground beneath my feet turned into sky And I'm working on my wingspan Do all I can Yes, I'm stretching out my wingspan To become who I am Sail right over the clouds up to heaven 
Telling myself by the carpet I'd borrowed from Zeus I served with the angels who did not believe I was seven They crowned me then let me dream under an Everly spruce They'll never come looking, I'll stay out till spring Nothing can touch me at all I'm the Icicle King Like a whisper The queen of the frost On the window Told me I could fly And I leapt from the edge Of my bed Straight out of the winter Right over my roof And the trees To the end of the sky Come looking, I'll stay out till spring Nothing can touch the icicle king I rule over the cold and the cats in the snow Run as fast as I can to where no one will know me This December I leapt over the walls Through the door And flew west to the creek She'd hid in the bedroom Since he broke the plate On the table Porcelain pie Smeared the blood On my mother's left cheek Footprints will melt in the warmth of the day I rule over the cold and the cats in the snow Run as fast as I can to where no one will know My kingdom is kind and no one's afraid Cause a promise is kept when a promise is made With my army of snowmen I'll show him who I'll stay out till spring I'm the icicle king Cotton. 
another way to go. I'll turn another door, Lord. I will take another road. Until that day arrives, I'm gonna let my movie play. The stars are out tonight, and this old world's okay.
Abby Gardner, Empty Suit, from her recent release, Wishes on a Neon Sign. AbbyGardner.com, A-B-B-I-E-G-A-R-D-N-E-R.com, Abby G Music on Twitter. She had released a new video right on time for Veterans Day, featuring photos of many soldiers, including her grandfather, her uncle, and also her nephew. Song is called The Mind of a Soldier. She continues to do live streams, which are now archived on YouTube. And she even has some shows. Last one I see here, well, the next one I see here anyway, is another live stream concert on Facebook. It is dated for December the 19th. Looks like 3 p.m. Eastern time is the uh, time of day for that one. Kevin Daniel used to be from his album Things I Don't See. Kevin with vocals and acoustic. John Lado on electric guitar. Lee Falco on vocals and drums. Brandon Marson on vocals and bass. Will Bryant on vocals, organ, and keys. TheKevinDaniel.com. TheKevinDaniel on 
Twitter as well. Did some recent uh, shows on Facebook as well as on Instagram. Instagram is still one of those platforms I've yet to figure out or master. Same with TikTok. I mean, I'm enjoying watching, but I haven't really built a profile myself and really got my head around how it all works. But I may explore that soon enough. We'll see. He has built a series of live streams and a tour of sorts. It looks like a recent one, November 24th in New York. Also, November 27th in Costa Rica through Instagram. December 15th, splitting a bill with My Silent Bravery via Instagram. And then early next year, January, via Elon University with a location online to be announced. We also heard from Lizanne Knott. This Old World is the uh, name of that track. Website is lizannott.com, L-I-Z-A-N-N-E-K-N-O-T-T.com, with that same spelling on Twitter as well. She's set to play Jamie's House of Music in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, just west of uh, Philadelphia, in the round with Lily Annell and Catherine Rondeau. Also scheduled to play after that in April in the United Kingdom someplace. Hopefully a um, live on stage uh, venue. It's set to play the Glasgow Star there in that city. We'll see how that one turns out. Nice to hear from the Chapin Sisters. Ferry Boats title track of their latest EP. That's Abigail and Lily Chapin with vocals and guitars. Hilary Hawk on the bass. Jesse Lee on the drums. Jared Samuel with uh, several different instruments. Evan Taylor on the drums. TheChapinSisters.com. Chapin Sisters on Twitter. They have a fun gig coming up at the Tarrytown Music Hall, available through Facebook and YouTube, as uh, the sisters, along with Tom Chapin, celebrating Tarrytown Music Hall's birthday. That special online live stream. I believe that is going to take place sometime in December. Nobody's Girl, the triumvirate of Betty Sue, Rebecca Lobby, and Grace Pettis. We heard track three called Queen City. Rebecca with lead vocals and the rest doing harmonies. David Grissom on guitars. Glenn Fukunaga on bass. J.J. Johnson on the drums. Ricky Ray Jackson on the pedal steel. And Michael Ramos on accordion and percussion. Website is wearenobodiesgirl.com. Nobody's Girl Band on Twitter. Recently played a show, a virtual show anyway, co-hosted with the folks at Eddie's Attic in uh, Georgia. And uh, since then, let's see, I think they were supposed to have played a, a show in uh, Kansas, but I don't see anything else on the horizon for them just yet. Amy Spies, from her recent release, Me and the Ghosts of Charlemagne, Icicle King, is uh, track seven on this one. She's playing on a few pop-up shows on Facebook and a few events sponsored by venues. If you're a songwriter, or if you've always wanted to write, her next songwriting four-week salon workshop starts in early January, taking place on Monday afternoons and Wednesday evenings. They'll meet for two hours every week for four weeks, a group that's limited to 10 writers. As for online full concerts, there's a virtual show produced by the folks at Uptown Concerts that'll take place on Tuesday, December the 8th. Saturday, December the 12th, uh, is an event labeled the Midnight Special, which I guess is an homage to the old TV show of yore from the good folks at WFMT. And then Tuesday, December 15th, the Folk Project Acoustic Stay Away. <laughs> As opposed to Getaway, of course. amyspeace.com, A-M-Y-S-P-E-A-C-E dot com, Real Amy Spies on 
Twitter. And we heard soon Icicle King. She's on acoustic as well as vocals, of course. Nielsen Hubbard on the drums, guitarist by Will Kimbrough and Chris Donegan, Eamon McLaughlin on violin, Dean Merrill on the upright bass, some extra parts by Danny Mitchell, David Henry on the cello, and of course some more details about the personnel through the uh, website. Laura Herskovich, acoustic version of her tune Wingspan on her album Highway Philosophers. LauraHerskovich.com, L-A-R-A-H-E-R-S-C-O-V-I-T-C-H.com. That seems spelling on Twitter. Ash mentions through her website, the concert landscape continues to shift and cancel. Already uh, looking forward to 2021, and the website sort page will always be updated first. The uh, dates that I do see here that maybe, uh, hopefully, will be uh, in place. December 5th, the Pioneer Valley Folklore Society, a song and story swap, the virtual platform to be announced. December 11th, Freeport, Maine, and Facebook Live at a spot called Cadenza in Coville with Dan Pelletier. As for next year's highlights, for now, July, there's a show in North Carolina, Southeastern Unitarian Universalist Summer Institute at Western Carolina University. Several festival gigs next uh, autumn, and uh, I guess we'll see uh, how those uh, come to pass. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman with you for this uh, early December 2020 edition. We'll go straight on to our next segment. We'll start off in style with a fantastic bill of artists that are playing a show in uh, Petaluma, California, which is uh, close to the home base of uh, the gentlemen. Two of them that, um, that I have set up for you on this next segment. The lineup that includes Paul Thorne, Matas Yahoo, The Samples, Andre Nicotina, and also this dude with this album, uh, East of Lincoln. Something else from this uh, fine songwriter-oriented material called Broke Down Jubilee. It's brand new from Tom Freund. <laughs> Take your hand in mine I reach up for the stars I know that there's a lucky one That'll shoot for us And in the afterglow That's when it starts to show That there's still hope for all of us Who are so I took the nearest train 
faster And you quickly turn the page To begin a brand new chapter Something bright and shiny caught your eye Dangled by a bleach blonde sipping chai Got me 
I must say, that is a proper cover of the Nancy Sinatra standard Bang Bang, My Baby Shot Me Down. Black Needle Noise, project of one John Fryer in a sort of uh, alter ego, I would say, named uh, Dr. Strange Fryer, he calls himself. On a new covers album, he calls these mortal covers and you should know about john fire by now it's um his latest album under the black needle noise moniker involving collaborations with a handful of varied vocalists such as angela picard pinky terzo becca tom berger magic rebecca cosmum and betty x his musical imprint is huge he shaped the sound of bands from Nine Inch Nails and Cocteau Twins to Depeche Mode, and also one of just two masterminds behind This Mortal Coil, along with Ivo Watts Russell, not only producing, but also keyboards, string, and the sequencing of synthesizers. John was quoted recently saying, The whole idea of doing cover versions started back with Dark Drive Clinic. We were backstage for one of our live shows, and the floor was grubby, and Rebecca asked if she could put on my shoes to get something from the other side of the room. And then I said, Hey, let's do a cover of Walking in My Shoes. And so then the idea for the covers album was born. The first BNN track to be released was Bang Bang and other covers I have been asked to do for movies. Benny from Cleopatra heard What a Wonderful World and a couple of others and said these are amazing and really wanted to put them out as an album. The rest is history or herstory, as they say, end quote. There's, um, again... <laughs> So much that John's contributed to, including other artists like Love and Rockets, Swans, Him, Dick and Dance, Yazoo, uh, Stabbing Westward, and many others. John has also produced many film soundtracks, including Seven, Clerks, Johnny Mnemonic, Mortal Kombat, Faust, and many others. Bang Bang kicks off the album These Mortal Covers, featuring himself, Dr. Strange Fryer. <laughs> BlackNeedleNoise.com and also JohnFryer666 on Twitter. Hopefully this info is accurate. Set to play a show in Providencia in Chile at a spot called Club Sopterraneo. That's on December the 14th. The Bloody Jug Band. Been a while since we heard from them. I love this tune, Late Shift, from the album Rope Burn. Cragmire Peace on vocals and washboard. Stormy Jean on vocals and percussion. Big Daddy Germ on jugs and percussion. Brian Shredder Blodgett on acoustic and mandolin. Seth Funky Ambler on bass and washtub. Bloody Rick Lane on the harmonica. Stevel, Stephen Marshall on electric guitar and banjo. Baby Dingo on cajon and spoons. BloodyJugBand.com They have since released a new album, which I don't have yet. Hopefully I'll get that for you uh, shortly. The album is called Stranded, which was released so inappropriately on Halloween. They also just created a, a new video for the song Days Spent, which is also on that new album. December 19th, set to play a spot called Terra Fermata in the town of Stewart in Florida. And then January 8th at Johnny's Other Side in the city of Orlando. BloodyJugBand.com and The BJB on Twitter. Leah Bell Facer, secondhand store from her album Crossing Hermes Bridge. I think it's pronounced Hermi, H-E-R-M-I. Website is leahbellfaser.com. That's spelled L-E-A-H-B-E-L-L-E-F-A-S-E-R. As you can hear, she's a pop country songwriter based in Atlanta. Music grounded in the uh, 
vein of country, pop, rock, as well as folk. She can be seen performing at local venues and private events in Atlanta and in Nashville, and she's a mag- member of the Nashville Songwriters Association. Sets play a gig December 18th in Atlanta at a spot called the Old Vinings Inn. Prior to Leah, we heard Michelle D'Amour and The Love Dealers. We heard track 7 called Been So Long, this band based out of Seattle, Michelle DeMore McDaniel with lead and backing vocals. Patrick McDaniel on bass and also trombone occasionally. Jeff Cornell with guitars. Dave Delzado on drums. Brian Ollendorf on keys. Noel Barnes on tenor and baritone sax. Michelle DeMore and the Love Dealers.com spells it M I C H E L E D A M O U R and the Love Dealers dot com point and click and on twitter at m-m-d-a-m-o-u-r obviously with live music on pause they are focusing on working on new material recently we're part of something called the virtual blues invasion an annual event hosted by the washington blues society featuring 15 pacific northwest artists beyond this december 11th they are playing a spot called pub 2 looks like it's in the town of kamano elsewhere in the evergreen state of washington started off with a pair of great tunes the reverend sean amos and the brotherhood from the new album blue sky we heard hold back seanamos.com s-h-a-w-n-a-m-o-s.com that is and also the rev amos on twitter tom freund's broke down jubilee from the album east of lincoln tomfreund.com is t-o-m-f-r-e-u-n-d.com and same spelling on twitter Playing at the Mystic Theater in Petaluma, California on December the 1st alongside Paul Thorne, Matas Yahoo, The Samples, and Andre Nicotina. This is Radio Crystal Blue here in December of 2020. Dan Herman with you on a uh, what is the next to last pair of podcast episodes for the year. I mentioned, of course, the big holiday edition, which should be out by Christmas. I would really hope it will be anyway. Um, I mean, it wouldn't really be a holiday show without it. Uh, preparing you for the uh, the end of the year. So really, in essence, it's not just the holiday. It's really celebrating all things wintry and uh, seasonal beyond the uh, high holy day itself. So looking forward to that, Joe, as I do every year. It's among the older traditions I have for the show itself. As mentioned, every show is available to stream, download, and to share in full. And I got an archive going back at least to 2014, with uh, shows available through the Internet Archive at archive.org. Outside of that, I've got a few shows that go back to the very early days of the show's history, which is really the inspiration for having the timeline in the first place, as um, there's so little evidence of the show's early history, and I felt it was important to at least recall the artists that got airplay at the time and whose artists I supported with um, live shows, bookings, interviews, and other means. So that's all out there for your perusal via the website radiocrystalblue.net, of course. The timeline itself is its own hub via the website, and inside you can go to the individual pages and look year by year into the show's history and see more of the artists at help shape it. We'll get on to the uh, CD Focus segment now, and final first run, listen to music from the soundtrack 
of the documentary Rolling Stone, The Life and Death of Brian Jones, directed by Spanish filmmaker Danny Garcia for Dudski and Shipbaker Films. We're going to start off this segment with something really cool, coming from a British electronic band founded in 1995, and a weird collaboration. The idea of fusing country music with Acid House actually seemed to make sense, and if you're at all familiar with the show, The Sopranos, then you'll recognize the opening tune as a good example of that. Though, I remember this band when um I had collected um, CMJ music magazines, uh, the monthly magazines with the CD inserts. One song I really liked on there called uh, Ain't Going to Go Up. Real fun stuff. And uh, they had a song called Woke Up This Morning using the opening credits of The Sopranos. They are known here in the States as A3. They are known back home in the UK as Alabama 3. This is called I'll Never Be Satisfied. Everybody knows who killed Brian Jones. Ask John, ask Paul, ask George and Ringo. Go tell Mick, Keith and Charlie News. It was me put the poison in the swimming pool. Everybody blames Billy Hyde and his pill. I was holding her hand and she went limp. A chance. I switched to Stolly for adulterated under the counter brand. Loaded the bullets, Kirk Cobain's gun. Made damn sure Jim Morrison's bath was hot when it ran. In a grand old Opry on that Saturday night, I got Hank Williams high when he took that last, last drive. I tear.
Here's Don Room in his composition called Muddy Waters. He is, uh, as you can tell, he's into hip-hop and also breakbeats. He's worked with the likes of The Orb and The Jungle Brothers. He completed the score on several different movies over the years, including Dead End Road, Song of Songs, and Final Curtain, among others. He's also provided material for John Luguziambo's Undefeated and Into the Sun, as well as John Carpenter's Masters of Horror. He's also contributed music to TV shows like Cold Case, CSI Miami, CSI NY, Nip Tuck, and Las Vegas. Most recently, the score for Sega's full auto video game for the Xbox 360, PS3 to follow, and also music for the trailer for the movie Miami Vice. Also, he's said to be the composer for two movies, Death Walks the Streets and Lost Not Found. 
John Room is his name. Composition, Muddy Waters. Also heard from the Prima Donna Reeds. For their latest release, a single entitled Glitter Girl. They are Karina on vocals, J.C. Ryder on guitar and vocals, Quincy Shepard with lead guitar, Marilyn Allen on bass, Juan Carlos Polo on drums, and Vlad Moshnin with guitar, keys, and synth. Also heard from the Bermondsey Joyriders. The real leader of the Rolling Stones is the name of that one. Family members are Gary Lamon on vocals and guitar, Martin Stacy on bass. They cut their teeth in the Joe Strummer produced Little Roosters and also Generation X precursors Chelsea, while recent recruit Chris Musto on drums has previously played with the likes of Johnny Thunders and Joe Strummer and Nico to name but a few. They started out in uh, 2008 and producing a rather unique spin on the combination of blues and punk, rooted in the uh, classic sounds of punk and uh, post-punk based out of the uh, United Kingdom. So there we have the real leader of the Rolling Stones on that one. Alabama 3 or A3, I'll Never Be Satisfied, name of that tune. I mentioned they're based out of England and they were formed when Jake Black met Rob Sprague at a rave in Peckham, and they decided that this crazy idea of fusing country music with acid house was actually possible. Other members of the band were added later. Nick Reynolds, son of one of the great train robbers. Rob was in school with Piers Marsh, harmonica player and synth programmer for the band, while Orlando Harrison, the group's keyboardist, used to live with Jake Black. Prior to the band's formation and following the demise of the Janglettes, Jake Black had generated little or no recorded output for several years. They started their act under the alias the First Presbyterian Church of Elvis the Divine. <laughs> they eventually switched names to Alabama 3. Their second album, La Peste, featured bassist John Seggs Jennings of the Ruts under the stage name Frank Zapatista. <laughs> In 2007, they toured under the name of Alabama 3, acoustic and unplugged with Harpo Strangelove and Devlin Love to produce and promote its new album, M.O.R., and Seggs left the band, saying was busy elsewhere and didn't have the time. They covered Jerry Reed's 1970s hit Amos Moses and featuring the Proclaimers on the track Sweet Joy, plus piano parts on the country stomp version of the Gil Scott Heron song The Clan, written by Gil and also Brian Jackson. They recorded a little bit since then. Aurora Dawn had rejoined the band in 2009. Piers Marsh would leave the band by early 2011. Sadly, Jake Black, the band's lead singer and songwriter, had Addison's disease and died in May of 2019 after falling ill during a show in Lancashire. Wonderful group, Alabama 3. Music that rounds out this soundtrack to the documentary Rolling Stone, The Life and Death of Brian Jones. Get into details about the soundtrack and, of course, the film itself at chipbakerfilms.com. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman here in early December of 2020 and just about set to give you this final segment for this show. And uh, as I do so, I want to remind you of how you can submit music for future editions of the show. Every show, of course, contains music from active performing artists and songwriters and bands alike. Music that is released here in the year 2020 as well as 2021 is uh, fair game for debuts. Most artists debut on my other show, which is called RCB Nova's Ordo, preferably music on CD, though I'm now becoming a lot more open to music from uh, downloads. 
to use uh, for that show as well. I generally prefer uh, downloads to uh, be heard on this, the main program itself. Here's the address to send music. Dan Herman, Radio Crystal Blue, 1310, Bundrant Drive. That's B-O-N-D-R-A-N-T, Drive. Number 809, here in Killeen, in Texas. 76543 is the zip code. I'm also accepting music from two sources uh, where artists can build and submit electronic press kits. They are Music Submit and Sonic Bits. DJ Flower Dove and myself go through these uh, EPKs. We'll contact artists directly to send uh, music here, whether via mail or the old-fashioned email <laughs> at dan at radiocrystalblue.net. If you're wondering, yes, I'm still accepting music for the holiday coming up for uh, December, and uh, email is probably the best way at this point, else I'll be uh, going through those uh, tracks and uh, seeing which will be best uh, fitting for inclusion in this year's end-of-year holiday extravaganza. Alongside that, yes, I'm also always accepting inquiries for whole albums that I can feature track for track and tell the story of any great concept or compilation album for the reoccurring CD Focus series. So contact me via email if you have a tip on uh, one such album. Into this final segment we go, and to something new to kick off, from a gentleman with a dark, western-tinged kind of like approach to music. I guess really less to do with the music, more about the uh, soundscape itself. He's based out of Europe, and uh, I guess if you're a fan of like Massey Star, Swans, Nico again, um, might be um, best befitting those who may be interested in this gentleman named Nero Kane. Got something here from an album just released called Tales of Faith and Lunacy. He's an Italian songwriter. His real name is Marco Mazzadri. And I'll give you something from this album here. It's called Lost Was the Road.
Lately I don't recognize this country Division is the order of the day I've seen rage in the eyes of the good man Never thought I'd see it in his heart to hate Lately I don't feel more safe than sorry Freedom has been thrown upon the fire I spend most days digging through the quarry For the kindness Jesus spoke of has retired These days I find it hard to see the light Through the haze in the Searching for the words our father said Love your neighbor like a friend Lately I don't see too much sunshine Dreams that fly by faith are hard to feel And pure reason has been riddled with landmines Tenderness has clothed itself in hardened steel. These days I find it hard to see the light through the haze in the air of a burning bed. The eagle on the flag has taken flight, searching for the words our father said.
Connaissez-vous l'histoire du beau Grand Canada, ce pays emprunté qui fut fondé trois fois? Ce pays emprunté qui fut fondé trois fois. On nous l'a bien fait croire, pays bilingue égal en droit, pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. Pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. Ils ont bien évité de rebaptiser le pays, nommé Boréalia, leur nouvelle colonie. Nommé Boréalia, leur nouvelle colonie. Et nous ont fait cadeau d'une bien étrange liberté, pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. S'éteindre les enfants de quartier, les mots se démégués, c'était bien engagé. Les mots se démégués, c'était bien engagé. À la clique du château avait difficile à tirer pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. Que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. Avec qu'on se sabote, mais au retour d'exil, de chez le roi des spots. Mais au retour d'exil, de chez le roi des spots. Les Français fussent sauvés par un expatriote pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. Pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. C'est loin des combats, une nouvelle capitale entre deux Canada. Une nouvelle capitale entre deux Canada. Après les centres de Montréal, on choisit la ville d'Ottawa pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. Pour que les francophones ne se soulèvent pas. Sommes-nous qu'un préfixe à cette fédération? N'avons jamais signé la chaque constitution. N'avons jamais signé la chaque constitution. Les Français d'Amérique ont toujours un pays sans nom. Pourquoi les francophones ne se souviennent pas? Pourquoi les francophones ne se souviennent pas? Pourquoi les francophones ne se souviennent-ils pas? It's a blessing. 
cups to get you a pint now At the first ones on the house The drunkard craves just another The blind man blames the eye Poor man dreams of riches And a martyr prays to die I don't need to read the papers Or the tea leaves to understand This world's been shaved By a drunken barber's hand I've drowned in the pool of young love Oh my high and the hurt Felt the heart beat quicken At the side of a lifted skirt I thrilled to the big sound Felt the rumble and the roar Drove straight through the blackest night In a chase forevermore I don't need to read the papers Or the tea leaves to understand This world's been shaped By a drunken barber's hand And still run the Federal Reserve and all but just a small handful of nations. It's a 
paperclip operation by even the most reasonable explanation it may well be the single longest widest bronco chase in the history of the conspiracy of television songs one for money two for money Watching the seventh building falling on 9 11, screaming Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, Honeywell, and L3 Communications. These are the corporations selling perpetual murder and mass destruction under the false flag of my protection from the shadow branch of a government still under the spell of its own addiction to untold commercialization. Why it would seem easy to me to see without too much hesitation how somebody could just wake up one morning and come to the Richard Lewis-like conclusion and or realization that there was absolutely no hope whatsoever left for even the slightest portion of our entire civilization. So, so zippity-doo-dah, motherfucker. Zippity-yay. My, oh my, what a wonderful case of the blues I'm experiencing today while the Every my motel has been conditioned in just such a way that it seems like every single note I ask this priceless band your mind to play takes the unmistakable sounds of my depths and my pains and my sorrow and turn them into some kind of embarrassing sound and hope for tomorrow and that's not me man that's not who I am you know we mistake desperate people for the devil all the time so there is no real way of knowing what kind of deal it was that I actually signed, but it was my understanding that I would be the single greatest blues guitar player in the world by now, and I am not. In fact, to the contrary, I'm just another working fucking schmuck out here standing around waiting to get shot in yet a... Another tragic addition to an already sorry state of affairs with yet another set of politicians taken to the top of another set of courthouse stairs. You know you are out of ideas when you get down to your thoughts and your prayers. But that's just what they're down here, down here. On these courthouse stairs They're selling out their thoughts and their prayers Yep They're selling out their thoughts and their prayers That's it, dude They're selling out their thoughts and their prayers Without four to six weeks for delivery Album Cash Cabin Sessions, Volume 3. 
There's a whole bunch of stories about the uh, creation of this album that um, indeed was recorded at uh, Johnny Cash's old studio in um, Hendersonville in uh, Tennessee. And somewhere here in these liner notes, which I'm reading through right now, is the actual story. Give me a sec here and I'll uh, find it. Here we go. Tom wrapped up the second day of recording, it says here, with a song he was calling at that moment, Blues in Quotation Marks, which would appear on the album as the Blues on Banjo. Another talking blues on which Snyder shatters the notion that you can't play the blues on the banjo. Now, Todd doesn't really know how to play the banjo, so he removed the high G string and played the bottom four strings. He explains, I played it like a guitar in an open D tuning. <laughs> he opens and ends the song with the line, I woke up this morning and realized that I repeat myself. And in between, takes aim, of course, at a whole array of targets and... Uh, really something. After getting the banjo set up to his liking, Todd spent a few minutes warming up on it. And it says here, uh, gentleman who did the recording and mixing, Chuck Turner, joked from the control room, that sounds better than Bela Fleck. Todd laughed and said, call Bela and tell him that this ain't that hard. <laughs> After a short run through, Todd was ready to try to get one, and he did. Chad Staley, who helped uh, produce this album, said, the blues on banjo, that's one take. And I just marked lightning in a bottle underneath the first take. I had him come in and listen to it, and then we knew we had it. ToddSnyder.net for uh, much more. Todd Snyder on Twitter as well. He's continuing to do some uh, live streams himself, I think, uh, through all the usual uh, live stream platforms like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and others. Also, he has recently announced a special limited edition release from the Studio Vaults as he records some unique cover songs while he was at Cash Cabin Studio in October of 2018 recording this latest album. There is no plan to release these songs digitally, so the only way you can get the songs is if you order a 7-inch vinyl release. Every limited edition record is numbered. There'll be just 2,000 available. It's got two sides. The A side is Freebird. <laughs> And side B is, it's the end of the world as we know it. You can pre-order now before it is the end of the world. Expected delivery is before Christmas, unless the world ends, and then, well, who knows. Now, Freebird is not the song we know as the Leonard Skinner song. Actually, it's a song just about Todd and this girl he knew from the road. And it's the end of the world as we know it. He says, start as a grocery list and then went on to include other items. <laughs> I guess they'll have to be heard to be uh, understood. Slate Cleaves, Drunken Barber's Hand, another gem from the album Ghost on the Car Radio. SlateCleaves.com, S-L-A-I-D-C-L-E-A-V-E-S.com, and S-L-A-I-D-C on Twitter. Set to play a virtual concert December 5th, the Wimberley Magic Concert, benefiting Martha Nice Community Park, and that's on December the 5th. Barnaby Bright, song from a holiday-oriented album, Bleak Midwinter, song called The Hurting Times. BarnabyBright.com, that's B-R-N-A-B-Y-B-R-I-G-H-T.com. The uh, duo of Nathan and Becky Bliss, who have made some pretty cool Americana records, lived in Brooklyn, Nashville, and Kansas. They've won big prizes for songwriting in New York. They've done shows, uh, shows across North America. And this year, as mentioned, the release of this uh, Christmas-oriented album called Bleak Midwinter. Apparently, there'll be a series of Christmas online virtual shows in November, December, and they'll perform these new songs to their dedicated fan base. Le Vent du Nord, Confederation, from the album Tetou, 
leventunord.com, L-E-V-E-N-T-G-U-N-O-R-D. They are starting to do a virtual international tour, offering a virtual performance streaming live from Centre Cultural de Jardin in Joliet in Quebec. And looks like the first show, it will be on December the 4th, then one on December 9th, then one in or near the Old Bell Tower of Magog, somewhere in Canada. That's December 29th. Also one there in Montreal on December 30th. Then some shows in Europe, looks like January 20th and 21st in Germany. Then January 22nd at Le Placide Treviso in France. Got a new tune from Surrender Hill called Love Your Neighbor, recorded with Mark Miller. Surrenderhill.com, surrender underscore hill on Twitter. Scheduled shows include November 27th at the Chateau Maitre Vineyards in Talking Rock in Georgia. November 29th, the OTT Farms and Vineyards in Elijay, Georgia. December 4th, the Old Mule House in Jasper, Georgia. December 5th, at the Fainting Goat Vineyards elsewhere in Jasper. December 6th, Engelheim Vineyards in Elijay. December 9th, at J. Michael's Prime in Canton, Georgia. December 11th, at Jay-Z Tasting Room in Cartersville, Georgia. And a number of gigs... All on the uh, vineyard circuit, as it were, all through the month of December, all in Georgia itself. Nero King. I want to tell you a little more of uh, this gentleman's uh, background here, mentioning this tune. Lost Was the Road, from his new album, Tales of Faith and Lunacy. Just out the end of October, Stellan Marco Mezzadri, based in Italy, with an eye open to blues and classic songwriting. Music particularly concerned with themes of love, death, and religion. This is a rather visionary story with a certainly cinematic flavor, featuring Samantha Stella as singer, musician, and lyricist, and Nicola Manzan as guest violinist. His debut album was uh, two years ago, called Love in a Dying World, recorded and produced in Los Angeles by Joe Cardamon, who's worked with the likes of the Jesus and Mary Chain, James Williamson of the Stooges, and also Mark Lanigan. A sound described as suspended and rather strange, with the sort of... Uh, blend of like Johnny Cash Western stuff and the melancholy of Nick Cave and such. And well, I don't have to really fill it in for you. You can certainly hear for yourself what uh, this is like. This album was accompanied by an experimental film shot in California, along with Samantha Stella, who joins Nero for a live set, a film that's been screened in museums and art galleries. They've performed in many European venues, including theaters and churches. Their most recent tour was in February of this year. We heard track five from this album called Lost Was the Road. Samantha with vocals, organ and piano, Nero on vocals and guitar, Matt Morden with guitar, synth, organ and pedal steel, Nicola Manzan on the strings. Website is nerokane.com, N-E-R-O-K-A-N-E, Nero underscore Kane on Twitter. I'll put the cap on the bottle for this edition of Radio Crystal Blue here in earliest December of 2020. Dan Huron with you. Thank you for uh, giving a listen. Thanks to DJ Flower Duff for assistance with the production of all RCB shows. One more pair of shows toward the end of December, as mentioned, and uh, alongside that, of course, the uh, announcement of the 
Artists of the Year, coming soon after Christmas, and an update to the website that'll involve the release of the year 2012 in the annals of the online archive I call my timeline pages, available through the website. Thank you so much for giving a listen. However you listen, whenever you do, it is most appreciated. You can contribute your financial support by going to anchor.fm slash radio slash support. Hope to see you soon. Do take care. Namaste.